This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Welcome. Prime time with Isaac and Souk. What is going on up here? I never know, man. Unbiased. Shut, shut, your, shut your mouth. Uncompromised sports talk without the sugar coating. I hope you're happy. You wasted everyone's life for 30 seconds. Isaac Rop and Jason Sukanik. Now shut up and let me do my job. The best in sports coverage. This is going to be great. This is Prime Time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. All right, welcome back. Hour number two, it is 4.08 with Isaac and Buck, yeah. who is in for Souk. He is out today. He is in uh, New Orleans partying. He'll be back uh, Tuesday. Tuesday, by the way, we'll be out at X-Golf Vancouver. Or, I mean, uh, Tualatin, sorry. Winter Golf Classic. And X-Golf Vancouver. That's right, both. Uh, both of them for our, yeah, Winter Golf Classic. So See, that's what I wish they'd let me out for. I'd love to do the simulator thing. Yeah. You know, you and I have yet to golf. I know. Together. It's true. By the way, I have to reveal something later Ooh. on our show. Okay. It pertains to golf. I'm about to become that guy. Ooh. Ooh, did you, uh, was this mentioned before, maybe a week or so ago, too? Yes, but I haven't quite done it yet, but I want to. Okay. I want to reveal it. Okay. So that'll be later. Isn't that a tease? Uh, something I missed, and you uh, you would have an interesting perspective on this as a Niner fan. Mm. I did not see until, t- uh, I think it was yesterday or maybe it was today, there were some quotes about Justin Herbert. And it was from Greg Roman. I did not see that the Chargers hired Greg Roman. Yeah, reunites with Harbaugh. Roman was Harbaugh's OC when the Niners went to the Super Bowl under under Harbaugh. Yeah, so, yeah, Greg Roman, he has a good reputation as an offensive coordinator. Um, He didn't work with Lamar Jackson. That was the big thing. Well, he he did, though. He did. They were really good, but he got out. But so, but he got ousted from. That's right. In, in favor of Munkin this he last did. year, he did. Okay, so Greg Roman, um, I had no idea, but uh, I, yeah, Harbaugh hired him as the OC. I must have missed that story. And Greg Roman came out, um, whenever it was, I saw his quote that said, and it kind of makes me cringe a little bit that he said the way to unlock Justin Herbert is a great run game. I saw that as well. And I don't know how many. I don't. Uh, how many fans? cringe as well with that when you want yeah i mean we're all justin herbert fans here you want to see justin herbert be even better than he has been but i i don't love hearing that that's how you unlock him yeah because i i feel like greg roman's one of these old school run heavy guys well if you said that's how you unlock the offense is is by is by making your run game better but I, I I don't know. I mean, I get it to a point. I do too. But but herbert is your is your defining dude, weapon yes yeah, yeah let that dude 
Cook, mm-hmm. Justin Herbert. So I did you like uh, Roman? I mean, I they did. were I they mean, were really good with him. Listen, he unlocked Colin Kaepernick, who I didn't like when they drafted him, and I didn't actually think was a great quarterback. I so mean, the idea here is. You know, because he w- he worked with Colin Kaepernick, who, who and was really Herbert's good. a way better passer than ha- Kaepernick was. Well, but Lamar Jackson, running quarterback, yep. and Justin Herbert is not slow, and he's no, not. He, I mean, he, he can, can do some things with his feet. So the one thing I did like was I heard Roman was saying that um, you know there could be some designed runs for Herbert too, which could be nasty if you start running him. Now you don't want to get him killed. That's that's the other thing is just with his injury history running the ball, you got to be careful there. But I think picking your spots. And, and trusting him to protect himself, you, you can make that work. Yeah, but I, I I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Greg Roman. I don't know how I feel about that hire, and I don't know how I feel about those quotes. So I guess we'll see. I saw that uh, also that Harbaugh is adding a bunch of other personnel from that Niners team. Uh, former Niners linebacker Navarro Bowman is going to be the linebackers coach on that staff. Okay. And then uh, former Oregon Duck defensive lineman Will Takwafu, who played – for Harbaugh, also in San Francisco, is going to be the assistant D-line coach there as well. I have all the faith in the world in Jim Harbaugh. I do, too. I think he's going to be Look excellent. at his record. He has won yes. everywhere he's been. He always wins. He may wear out his welcome. He may clash with ownership. He may clash with his GM. He may clash with the media. He may even clash with his quarterback. But he's going to win football games, and they're going to be better than they were last year. Yeah, they're going to be, yeah, they're going to be good. He wins like 70% of his games everywhere he goes. It's It's cool to see Herbert get a... Get him, you know, because I want I, I wanted you know the Staley thing. I mean, Herbert was still putting up stats, but God, what a mess with Brandon Staley. Yeah, dude, what a joke. Yeah, you know what I you know what I saw the other day. Everyone was killing Dan Campbell because of uh, the decisions that he made in the NFC Championship game against the Forty ers Of course, uh, and you know, and how balls he was or whatever. And and I saw someone. My favorite take on that defending Campbell is, well, if you start second guessing yourself now, you become Brandon Staley. So, so at least well, that's true. So at least stick to your guns and, and be true to your art because I, I didn't mind where he was as the analytics guy, but as soon as he started getting killed for it, he backed off of it, yeah. and then he lost his identity completely. I'm with you. Uh, you know, if I'm Staley, if I'm going to get fired, I'm going to go out being me, and that's what I do. I, I'm hella aggressive. Dan Lanning's this way. Yeah. And he hasn't changed yet. So, But halfway uh, through his tenure, Staley did. He did. That's what I mean. Yeah, like – yeah, if you're going to go down, go down as you, not just succumbing to all the criticism. That's That right there was the first nail in his coffin. Yeah. All right, well, good luck to my my L.A. Chargers mm. and uh, Justin Herbert with Greg Roman. Someone's brought this up before recently on the Vancouver Ford text line. You are a Royals fan, but you're not really like a Kansas City Chiefs fan, right? No, I grew up... Uh, well, we grew up baseball. I loved baseball. Sure, but I mean, I feel like most people still kind of have an NFL team, and, and the Chiefs weren't yours, really? Well, so I loved baseball, so we would always go to the baseball games in the summer. Mm-hmm. We were about two, two and a half hours away. We would, uh, Dad would, we would all, all four of us would get in the car, and we'd go, and we'd stay at the hotel across from the ballpark, and we'd go to a Saturday, Sunday game. It was my favorite thing of growing up was going to had it circled on your calendar all year loved it george brett loved every minute of it watched every minute of the game hated leaving early like i was that kid that just was into it now football our parents didn't take us to football games sure um just wasn't necessarily our it's not as conducive no frankly for kids watching football in person is not that great anyways if we're being honest but yeah well my dad was a baseball guy sure so but in the um in the winters, we would always. My mom was is from uh, Fort Worth, Texas, and 
her parents live in Fort Worth, Texas, and so they would we would always go down there for the holidays. And of course, when you get to Fort Worth, Texas in December, Dallas Cowboy football. It's Dallas Cowboys all the time. And so I was actually my brother and I both grew up Cowboys. We're Cowboy fans okay. because of that. Grandma loved Billy Bates. You know, she loved the white guy. <laughs> and she loved her. She would walk around with her Chardonnay and her Moo Moo, always talking about the Cowboys. And so we, we, we fell in love with the Cowboys. But uh, my brother was always a Chiefs fan a little bit, too, and he now claims the Chiefs. He's a little sketch. you got to watch out for him. Because now the Chiefs are winning championships. He's claiming them. He's sending me pictures of him in his jersey, Chiefs jersey and everything. I'm like, eh, I don't know. But what, what killed the Cowboys for me was when they hired Barry Switzer. Because I, being from Kansas, you hated Barry Switzer. He was the sure. Oklahoma guy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Barry Switzer was the worst. And so when they hired Barry You're Switzer, like, okay, I'm out. we were Tom Landry guys. Love Tom Landry. Love Danny White. Love the Cowboys. But they hired Barry Switzer, and it's like, ah, ah I'm out. So that's why I've never had an NFL team. And after are the that. Chargers, in fact, your team now? Kind of. If you were, if you were to align I with one, I can't claim them. But no. I, I, I actually like Jim Harbaugh, mm-hmm. and I really like Justin Herbert. And I like their uniforms. Powder blues are undefeated. And I like Austin Eckler. How about that? Yeah, is he still going to be there? Wasn't there I some stuff about his contract? And uh, huh. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, let's wait and see if they win more, and then I can claim them. Okay. How about that? Yeah, there you go. But I want to like them. I, I do. I just I love the NFL, so I, I don't need a team to enjoy the NFL. Yeah. But uh, I root for Justin Herbert. Well, I do too. Good kid. That's not surprising. But I don't know about this Greg Roman thing. I may we'll, have to get we'll on see. a message board. We'll, ooh. And start trashing them. Be a keyboard warrior. Yeah. To the fans. I like that for you. All right. Are the Bucks fixable? Let's get to that next. Uh, we're out here at the Oregon Convention Center partying. I got a glass of wine, by the way. I didn't even get a beer. I got a glass of wine. Bougie. You fancy. I'm bougie, yeah. It's kind of a bougie event. I like it. There's a there's a classy vibe in here. Lots, of, lots of space. All the cars are shiny. It's, yeah. a, it's a good place to be. Yeah, come on down. Oregon International Auto Show. We'll be back. It is uh, 416 on the fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Live from the Oregon International Auto Show, this is Primetime with Isaac and Sue on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. Well, they have hundreds of vehicles out here at the Oregon International Auto Show, over 20 global auto brands. And as you know, cars are smarter and safer and more sophisticated and more tech-savvy than ever, so you got to check out all the new stuff. And this is a one-stop shop to do so, probably one of the only one-stop shops to do so throughout uh, the course of the year. So come on by. We are at the Oregon Convention Center. This is open until Sunday night, the Oregon International Auto Show. Buck is in for Souk. Uh, Rob's here. We got Ortner back there. I guess uh, Jordan got sick yeah. again. Yeah, I think he was. Uh, I think Jordan was on the East Coast. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he said he got sick when he got off the plane. I'll tell you what, so. he's the new me. Gets sick all the time, you know? <laughs> Yeah, it is kind of well. Also, though, I feel like Poor Danny guy. was the new you because Danny feels like he was out all the time. So that's true. Maybe you're just rubbing that's off on true. everybody. <laughs> yes. 
I am that toxic. You know, the, uh, the NBA is back, and uh, this is the time of year where it gets pretty interesting. You know, the, the Nuggets are coming to town tonight for your Blazers, who, by the way, can we just call a spade a spade? They're pulling the shoot already, aren't they? I hope so. Don't you think that's what's I happening? I sure hope so. I mean, Scoot just played in the Rising Stars stuff. Uh-huh. And now he's out? I guess. Did he get hurt in the game? What Not happened? Not that I'm aware of. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, see, I, I feel like this is the point of the season where half the teams go way south and do it on purpose, and the other half turn it on. Well, the, yeah, the teams that want to try to get serious, they will. Well, like your Warriors last night, they look good. They, they did. And I think they've I think they've won, I think they're 9-2 over their last 11 or something like that. Yeah. They're, Watch out for the Warriors. I, I, I mean, people laugh about this, but I... Draymond has come back and been a difference maker since that whole suspension. I'm not saying he's a better person. That's that's not it. But they have locked in a little bit as a team from a basketball standpoint well, since that happened. Kaminga playing really Kuminga's well. Kaminga's been great. I think that uh, in the month of February, he and Curry combined might be the top scoring duo in the NBA. Yeah, I wouldn't count them out. You know, you get in the playoffs. Curry said it. He said, if we get in, watch out. We're feeling good. But, you know, they're 10th. I the mean, they, they got to get in. Warriors fans don't trust Kerr. They think that he doesn't know they think that he doesn't know his rotations. Oh, really? That he hasn't managed the the young talent like Kaminga and uh, Podjemski and Moses Moody well enough. And huh. there are there are a lot of like diehards that like want him out and say that he's not the right guy for this team. <laughs> Who do they want? Uh, I don't know, but he's won four freaking championships. <laughs> I know. For him, like, so like, so he forgot how to coach. Well, no. There, there, now there's reports today that uh, they're maybe working towards an extension with him. Well, they should. Yeah, I mean, keep him as long as he wants to coach. You would imagine. I love Steve Kerr. He's a pretty that's good. That's one dude. of the best guys in sports. And so Steph that's, Curry's that's great. That's true. Yeah. He, I mean, they're just both of them. They're likable dudes. If they didn't have Draymond, I'd actually maybe. Clay's likable too, although he's kind of pouty this year. But, yeah, uh, I've never liked his game. Oh, it's so pure. He just chucks. No, he chucks. Overrated. Efficient. Clay no. Thompson, uh, not efficient. What? He's not a chucker. Overrated. No. Overrated. That's my hot take of the day. We, he scored 60 points in like 11 dribbles. He did, he's not out there like... Okay, but what did he do the other two nights when he, when he didn't score 60? He goes, he missed he his goes shots. 8 of 30. But he's not like uh He's here. not a chucker. He is not a chucker. I, right. I think of he's like not, a, he's but, like a volume shooter guy. But he's not efficient. I think he might. He, well, not anymore. I think he used to be. I don't like him. Okay, that's fine. Hot take. Uh, so the Nuggets coming to town tonight. They looked good last night. Uh, th- so I feel like I feel like the Warriors, the Nuggets, um, you know, you know the teams. They're all going to turn it on right now. This is why I bet the, uh, the uh, Denver tonight. Okay, minus nine and a half. I liked it. I um, think that's a pretty good bet. I might even like the first half bet even, yeah, that, even better. I maybe. thought about that. Yeah, because the backdoor cover is in play there. But um, I just feel like, I don't know, the Blazers, it kind of seems like with Scoot now out, Brogdon's still out, um, who else? Sharp is out, mm-hmm. Rupera's even out. Now they're signing some dude I've never even heard of from, you know. The, Higgins? Who's this guy? I don't know. And they're saying he's going to start tonight? What the hell? That, I mean, I don't, I don't, I mean. They're pulling the hey, shoot. You guys. They, they gave Duop Reith three years. Yeah. Your over-under is, is looking good. Because I, I think they're going to. So. There's no reason to win a lot of games moving forward, You wouldn't right? think. But we also have the Bucks tonight playing at Minnesota. Mm, the which, best in the West still? Uh, that's interesting. Yeah, Timberwolves are on top in the West. Um, which is still weird to say or think, I think. It is weird. And I don't trust them a lick. Do you? No. Postseason? No. So, like. I mean, you could very easily get a Timberwolves-Warriors first-round matchup because, you know, yep. the Warriors. It's going to be one of those weird years where teams with championship pedigree like Warriors and Nuggets are going to be kind of in the middle, and they're going to upset and knock off or teams Lake, with higher seeds. Laker, Lakers. Lakers, too. That, yep. 
Yep, definitely. Yeah. So that and yeah, I don't. I don't trust. Well, who's two right? Uh, Clippers would be two. Uh, Clipper, oh, Oklahoma City, right? Okay. So you got Minnesota. Do you trust? This is a great question. In the playoffs, do you trust Minnesota and Oklahoma City? Yeah. Or do you trust Golden State? Lakers. Take it one further. If I gave you a hundred bucks and you said and said you get to vote on or bet on one group of three, T Wolves, Clippers, Thunder, Warriors, Lakers, Nuggets, to win the Ooh, championship. That's, that's good. To win you, the title. To win the title, you get the top three in the West, or you get the the last three that have won it: Warriors, Lakers, Nuggets. Wow, boy, I'd probably go latter. You got championship pedigree. I think so too. Up and down in Denver. I don't, LA, I don't trust and the Clippers State. until they've proven it. That's right. OKC hasn't done there and been that. Or Clippers been done that. Clippers would be the one I would look at. I, they're interesting. They're, uh, they're they're really good. They're really talented. And there's but, some championship pedigree there. It's yeah. just yeah, I'd, I'd I'd probably go the latter. But the Bucks are interesting because I have never seen so they're so they're now 35 and 21. Okay, and they have a losing record on the road. Uh, we know that I think it, the number is three and seven under Doc. I think that's right. I have never seen a better team because when they fired Griffin and and then hired Doc, they were even better than they are now than that record, right? Oh yeah. I have never seen a better team with more chirping and negativity coming out of it. It's than really that odd. Team. It's, they're so weird, especially because you have superstars there who. Typically haven't been like that. Like Giannis isn't really that guy. And you haven't heard Doc. that same thing about like Middleton or I mean, Dame was, has been a little bit discontent in his last year in Portland. But like he's not a guy that's going to go to a new place and stir the pot. You wouldn't think. And, and he's not. I don't think he is. I don't think pot. he is either. But it's, I think but it's, it's a weird. lot of Gian, it's a lot of Giannis. But it's also Doc. Like they hired Doc Rivers, and the story comes dumb. out the other day, and he goes, he he even said he goes, I don't really know why you're doing this. Hello? Like even the new coach. If he thinks that, then you probably shouldn't be hiring him. It's really weird. I've never seen. I've never seen that where you've got a, a good, a seemingly good team poised to make a run at a championship, and have this much chirping and this this many guys bitching. I mean, I, I so I, I don't want to know. know what was going on with Griffin that was so intolerable. Well, we talked about it. He was he was an ass, and they all hated him. There was a whole laundry list of things. We went through it on the show, but you—that was probably I, I was gone. You were gone, yeah. But there, there, dude. When you read through the, all the stuff that went down with him, you do sort of see why they moved on. Um, but it really is all about Giannis and keeping Giannis happy. But the doc thing is weird because I, I don't know—they don't seem to like him. So I guess the question also, about them he's is, not been very clutch. Like if he—he's not. He won the one championship with Boston, who had, had an awesome team, but he's been terrible in Game Sevens. He is underachieved with higher seeded teams. Like, if if what you're wanting is the Doc Rivers experience, it's not going to end with you hoisting a trophy. Yeah, the question is, are they fixable? And I think they are. I think so too. But I think they are. But I, I wouldn't bet on it. But Doc, I would Doc actually makes me believe less in them. Oh it, really? It, like, see, I think they're better. I, I hate to say this. Griffin, as a first-year coach, and it sounds like his demeanor and everything, it was wearing on guys, and I feel like they're a little bit, they're going to be a little bit more stable with Doc, even though Doc's not. You're right, Doc's not like king. You know, he's not the greatest coach they could have hired, but he was a good coach with pedigree. That, I just think that he carries a way better reputation than he actually has 
No, I agree recently, with that. I agree know? with that. But I think ultimately it comes down to when you get into the X's and O's of seven game series, dude, it's going to come down to Giannis. Of course, yeah, or your star is going to be better. And he's got the second half of the uh, the post All Star break schedule here to to try to figure that out. But he's not done a good job of that so far. Yeah. And I just I kind of I hate to say this because we love Lillard here, but. I kind of am rooting for an implosion out of the Bucks. Okay, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. It would be fascinating to see because, again, I just don't, I don't see the personalities for that kind of a public mutiny type situation. But it does feel uh, kind of weird there. There's yeah. uh, there's something brewing. Yeah, and I wonder if Lillard has something to do with it too, he, quietly because he's not going to say it publicly. He can't. But but I wonder if he, I wonder if his if he he sort of does give off this vibe of. I really didn't want to go. To, I wanted to win a championship. Well, he gives up the vibe that he's not happy where he is right but now. But I didn't want to go to Milwaukee. This is kind of weird. Yeah. My whole life has been turned upside down, and playing with Giannis maybe isn't all it's cracked up to be, and we can't quite get it figured out yet. That being said, they're 15 games over 500. So I'd, they're a, such a weird case study. Would it shock you if they win tonight in Minnesota? No. Because I think this not is the— isn't this the time of year where they all... Right, and th- this is the prove it to... Not just prove it to other people, but prove it to ourselves time of year. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I think that they circle a few games and say... Because then if you you win a game like tonight, that helps cover up some, some of the other stuff that you've been having internal issues about, I, I, I think. And, I, and so I think they'll make a point of winning games like this to convince themselves that everything's okay until it's not. Until it's not. Well, who would you bet on right now? Let's Before we go to in the news... And I have some Blazer news on In the News Ooh. tonight. Oh, yes. I didn't see this. Um, who you got? One East, one West. Is it Boston? Ooh. I got to look at the standings. I think it's Boston. That's that's who you're taking in the East? I'll take That's an easy one. That's low-hanging fruit, but I'll take it. And then in the West. Ooh. Yeah, I think I'll take Boston as well. I got a feeling about the Clips. Hmm. Let's go. Clips uh, or Nuggets? I know that's boring, but. Yeah, I, I would rock with the Nuggets again, I think. What about the Blazers? No. <laughs> uh, I kind of like the Thunder. I mean, I, I I think Shea is really good. He is. They don't have any experience. Like, that, that team... You gotta I, think they're gonna they're gonna get bounced, don't you? I, I worry about when they get dragged into deep water, what happens there. Yeah. But I but I, I would love for them to be the team, dude. The the two best first round series we could possibly get would be Minnesota and Oklahoma City playing the Lakers and Warriors in e- either 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 or. Yeah, the, right, how great would that be? Right now, you'd get Suns Thunder, which would be pretty fun. Seven two. Yeah, It'd be a good one. Suns are seven. Yeah, so you get a you get a Suns Warriors See, play in too. I, I have no faith in them. I don't know about you, but I, I don't. So yeah, speaking of Dude, uh, they're not s- kind of dysfunction and yeah. stuff going on behind the scenes. Durant, he's a bitch. <laughs> but hopefully, he comes on my podcast. I was just gonna say, do you think he'll come on our <laughs> podcast? All right, we gotta go. A little hot NBA talk. Who says we don't talk about the NBA? Yeah. Uh, coming up next in the news, we have more um, local Blazer news. That was announced today. We'll we'll throw that in. And uh, the daylight saving time situation, we thought Oregon was going to to vote. This is still going it's on. It's still huh? going on. And by the way, it's changed. We've talked about this half a dozen times in the last 12 months. Yeah. And you're not going to like this. 
Are you are you a fan of standard time permanently? Because that's what I am. Uh, that's what I want. The fan of just never changing the clocks? Yes. That's what I'm a fan of, yes. Me too. Yeah. Guess what? It's not going to happen. Great. Uh, that is next on In the News. Let's go to Will with SportsCenter. Live from the Oregon International Auto Show, this is Primetime with Isaac and Soup on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. We are broadcasting live today from the Oregon International Auto Show. We're going international, baby. That's right. I uh, would like to report just a quick update on uh, how the Odyssey drunk crew is doing over there. They appear to be keeping their wits about themselves, although they, I was checking in on some things in the break. You went and socialized a bit. I did. I went over there. Uh, it's getting louder. Mm-hmm. You can and hear them in the background. Many notes from the text line that our, our fearless, most fearless of leaders, yeah. Kim Martinez, can be heard cackling. Yeah, in the well, she has a very distinctive laugh. Yes, and that it's will a, con- it's a very contagious laugh. It is. Yeah, that, that will that will continue to get. Um, but it is piercing and unmistakable. <laughs> that it is, and it will continue to get louder. And uh, looks like they're midway through the last round. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- this pa- this not their last round. <laughs> no, no, no. But no. they're midway through. Not even halfway home now. Yeah, the next the next round is coming probably within the next twenty minutes. So we'll keep you posted on that. And who knows? Maybe we'll get a visit from the great Kim Martinez. Ooh, on the air. Uh, it is February twenty third, twenty twenty four. It's time now on our show for in the news. I'm your noted newsman. Hello. Thank you. Today is something I do so often. It is National Rationalization Day. Oh, yeah. I do it all the time. All the time. I think most of us do. You think most people do? I think so. I do it all the time. And and by say, like you're saying, it makes you, us feel better. You, yes, it makes me feel better. That's why I think everyone does it. Is everyone wants to be able to justify their yeah. actions, and so therefore they rationalize. Well, we them. just lost a bunch of money in Vegas. But we were having fun. That's right. You don't <laughs> think I haven't rationalized that ten ways up, one side down yep. there? An um, unforgettable experience with my wife that she'll never forget. It's only money. I'll make more. Don't care about that when I'm on my deathbed. That's right. I won't remember it. I'll remember going to that wonderful dinner with my beautiful bride. At least that's what I tell myself. Rationalization Day. It is also National Banana Bread Day. Do you like banana bread? I do like banana bread, yes. Yum. Yeah, Will Ortner's in. That's a uh, Tom Ortner classic. My real father. Oh. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean your real father? Who's Not your Suk. fake father? Suk. Suk. Suk doesn't make good banana bread. Tom Ortner, he makes great banana bread. Tom Ortner. Well, the Oregon Senate is split over punting on daylight saving time. Of course they are. Uh, so what they've done now is they've amended the bill. Remember we talked about this a couple of weeks ago where it looked like Oregon was going to go out on its own. They were going to be a pioneer. Well, not really a pioneer, but because Hawaii and um, Arizona have permanent standard time. Yeah. Oregon was going to do the same thing. It was They were not attached to what Washington and California did. Then, of course, chumps like uh, Jason Sikanik, who live in Washington and work in Oregon, were raising the eh, rather valid point <laughs> that if you change the time in Oregon and Washington doesn't do the same, for those that commute over, You're there's entering an a hour world difference. of pain. Yeah. yeah. That's going to be weird. So they've amended the bill. Instead of Oregon just doing its own thing and switching to standard time. Which is probably fair. We don't want to just do yeah, our own thing. Uh, I think we should. But why but can't everyone just get with the program? Right. Well, yeah. The ball's in Washington's court. Figure it out. Right. And it's not hard. 
Uh, they have now agreed to only switch to permanent standard time if Washington and California follow suit, which is what I call cowardly, but you can use any adjective you like. Oh, I'm sure they'll say they're aligned or something like that. So that's where we stand on that. I thought that was actually going to happen. But. Two thumbs down from yeah, this guy. That's stupid. Uh, the Portland City Council wants the Blazers at the Moda Center at least through the year 2030. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was announced today. Uh, the current lease for the Blazers to play at Moda Center expires uh, next year. So the city is proposing a five-year lease extension, saying that they just don't want a team actively looking to relocate, which I got to say, of all the ways that... I criticize the Blazers over the years. One way that I won't, they are not looking to move. Jody Allen, no. Paul Allen was never looking to move them. Jody Allen is not looking to move them. They've the never Blazers given off are that not vibe. looking to move. It's not something anyone's ever really had it's to be concerned about. It's not a thing. Yeah. I, I just don't understand. Well, actually, I do understand why it creeps into people's heads. I get that because of what happened to the Sonics and, you know, Seattle sitting up there without a team. At the same time, it's just not been a thing here. This is a great NBA market. Um, now, what has come up over time is the Moda Center does need improvements, and the Blazers know that, and the Rose Quarter needs to be built up, and the Blazers know that. But there's still no—I just don't think there's any threat of them leaving. No, um, nor do I. You know, now if they sell, you know, I guess, I guess you could say all bets are off, but Jody Allen shows no signs of selling, so— um, and, and I mean, realistically, don't we feel that we have a buyer here that she would be compelled to sell to? 100%. So, He's already made an offer. Yeah. God. I so want Phil Knight to own the Blazers. I just think that would be so freaking rad. Are you kidding me? Phil Knight, like, he's getting up there now. He's about 86 or something. Before he dies, and hopefully he lasts, you know, he, he lives to 150, but... Um, God, him coming in and buying the Blazers at the end would be freaking so cool. Well, as a Warriors fan, having being part of a franchise with an ownership that seemingly isn't doing a lot to move the needle, and then having that turnover and getting like a surge of momentum and an injection of excitement, and yes, we're going to do this right now, and I want to push for a championship. Like, Warriors owner Joe Lacob, he came from Boston where he watched him win one, and he was a minority owner, and he's like, I need that. I need that myself. I don't care what it costs. I'll go do it. Phil will do that. Well, look at what happened with the Suns with Ishbia jumping yeah, down there and yeah. buying that team. It's just, uh, it's not it's not to say that new owners always make all the right moves, but when you get a motivated owner who jumps in, you know, like, just it just kind of kickstarts the thing, and it's like new, new eyes, fresh blood. Let's take a look at this. I've got a S ton of money. Let's go for it. He's not getting younger, right? So he he'd want to win, right? You know, right? He wants to see it happen, and he loves the 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 city, and it just because Paul Allen was great, but for all of uh, Paul Allen's greatness as an owner and his deep pockets, boy, it sure just felt like he never gave a rip about Portland. You know, he's a Seattle guy. He's not yeah. a Portland guy. Yeah. And Jody's nowhere to be found. She's Seattle, so it would just be cool to have the Blazers owned. Not only by someone local, but someone local with that deep a pocket. Yes. And yes, absolutely. I, just, I hope I hope we see it. Uh, at any rate, um, the Blazers, of course, they like this deal because it allows them to keep. So it. I don't know if you read through 
some of the lease extension news today. I it, saw the headlines and the, and the kind dude, of the bullet points, but it gets to be tired head. Like there's a lot of business legalese jargon. The Blazers want the so so the city council wants to extend the Blazers at the Motor Center through 2030. It's a five year extension. It's kind of a bridge extension. Uh, the Blazers like it because they get to keep ticket surcharges and parking fees, and that will they said that's about four to six million dollars a year, okay. and it will help them pay for renovations for the arena. Okay. Now the team says that it wants major renovations at the Moda Center uh, to be going by 2030. Because um, apparently they host the Women's Final Four in 2030, which I didn't know, but they do. Uh, yeah, actually, now I remember that. But, you know, the Blazers, you know, this is where it gets stupid. They're they're like, well, the Blazers don't have the money. And that's dumb because they're owned by one of the richest they states have the in money. the world. Uh, you, exactly. They always I mean, have unless the you're money. Unless you're like the Arizona Coyotes, like, yes, the money's there. So they're now going to be looking to pilfer soon from whether it be the state or Multnomah County. You're going to get – it ought to be – I would imagine it gets interesting with how who pays for the renovations and how that goes. But who knows? Maybe we'll all go swimmingly. I don't know, Ryan. Uh, the Blazers also maintain that the Rose Quarter uh, needs to be developed, and uh, that is a top priority, which I'm all for. I think we're all all for. Everyone wants that. But um, the team's not leaving. It never was. The I question's think, always going to be how much red tape is there for you to get through, and yeah. can, can you do something just like the ballpark stuff? Like, what can you get done? Well, and I do think... And I, where's their pushback? I think it gets sticky on who pays for what sure. and what you want yep. to do because you're owned... Again, Paul Allen is gone, but his estate owns the team, and his estate owns the company that owns the uh, Moda Center. So yep. there's a lot of money there, right? So, um, But that's down the road. The Blazers are staying in Portland. And they get a, a lease extension through 2030. All right, coming up next, um, we've got uh, – I like wine. You like wine? I do like wine. Are you wine. more of a beer guy or a wine guy? No, now I'm more of a wine guy. used to be more of a beer guy, but okay. definitely more of a wine guy now. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people are switching over. Uh, what if uh, you had a winery? Ooh. And – I like where this is going. You fired somebody, and they came and poured out all your wine. You wouldn't like that. I think most people would like that. I think most people wouldn't like that. No, that happened. Here in Oregon, we'll get to that story next. It is 448. This is In the News on the Fan. Oregon International Auto Show. This is Primetime with Isaac and Sue on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. Well, the uh, Odyssey crew over there, led by our fearless leader, Kim Martinez, they showed up about 245, right before the show started. Uh, Noticeable increase in decibel level Mm -hmm. just this last five minutes. Ah, yeah. So things are... Things are warming up over there. And you know what? Our our fans will hear it, too. Our listeners will. Yes, they will. Probably a more entertaining show. Just give the give them the mics. Let us leave. Who says no? Better show. Who says no? <laughs> I say no. <laughs> oh, come on, Orner. Be a sport. I only have five seconds of dump. <laughs> oh, that's true. Where's your whimsy? Yeah. That is um, playing with fire, though, I understand. What was I going to tell you? You're oh. telling me about someone dumping out a bunch of wine, I, I think. was, but first I'm going to tell you about this story because this is uh, late breaking today. Oh. Uh, I don't know if you read about this, but a, there was a guy armed with a knife. Oh, was this the standoff? Yeah. Yeah, I did see this. They got him. He's in custody. There was an hours-long standoff with uh, Portland police. He tried to enter a home on Northwest 28th Place and Upshur Street. Okay. He had a knife, uh, and apparently he'd been barricaded inside this home. For hours after he attempted to stab someone uh, this morning. So the standoff uh, ended around 3.30. 
and uh, he is in custody. He looks like a large man, and he has a white tank top. Oh, so central casting, kinda. Although when you see somebody, like for example, when you when you read about a story like this and it's a standoff, but a guy has the knife as opposed to the gun. Oh yeah. What do you think? What do I think when like what do I think about the person? Like, does that make you? Does that make you go? Does it make you kind of go? Ah, not a huge story, right? It's just a knife. Uh, I don't know. I hear standoff and knife, and I think that you know sounds like a hostage situation to me. But uh, but it wasn't. I know it. It still sounds serious. It doesn't sound not serious. So they said they believe the suspect knew the people inside the first home he entered, and that he's also familiar with the home where he barricaded himself. Okay. I don't know. My thing with the knife is, and this is what I th- okay. Not to get into a whole thing here. The thing about a knife versus a gun. You can run away from a knife? Well, that's part of it. It's like, I feel like this is what, when people say, because part of the gun argument is um, the guns don't kill people. People kill people. Sure. Right, because it takes somebody behind the gun. To well, you can't, go, like, mass, you can't go mass stab a, a school of children. It's not going to happen. Well, right. That, that's, what, that's the whole point. The whole point about... That why that comment is kind of stupid. Like if that's your argument, you need to find a new argument because you're missing the point. Yeah. The point is, is that guns are so much more lethal. They're so much more effective at killing there, people. There is a human behind every killing. Okay, it's 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 not about the weapon. Guns in, make the killing easier. In any instance, it's about. Of course, of course, there's a human behind a, a stabbing. There's a human behind uh, uh, somebody pushing the nuclear weapon. There's button. a human behind someone rolling through the stop sign. The I mean, point is, is that when you go into a school and you shoot 35 children, m- many of them are going to die. When you go into a school and you stab or try to stab 35 children, and that did happen in China, no one died. That's the point. Yep. That's why people want stronger, stiffer regulations. Uh, on guns as opposed to... So that, that argument is... I've always hated that argument. It's such a we stupid agree. argument. We agree. It's just not It's not right. Like, think a little bit. Anyway, not to get into the whole thing. Um, yes, the wine. Let's get, let's get to that story. The That's stuff our, that matters. Our final, sto- <laughs> final story. That's right. Wine news. For guns. Let's talk Most about the important. Uh, the mystery man who broke into a Woodenville winery and attempted to... Well, actually, he didn't attempt. He did. He emptied thousands of gallons of wine. This was back in November. Apparently, was a former employee. So they arrested a Seattle man in his 60s for crimes on November 22nd when he broke into Sparkman Cellars Winery and opened valves on large containers of Savi B, which spilled <laughs> and ruined the wine. Officials said the amount of lost product equaled about 24,000 bottles of wine. It's expensive spill. Oh, my God. Worth 600,000 U.S. dollars. Ooh. That's, uh, Dude, that's pricey. That is brutal. Um, so he is getting hit with second-degree burglary. Okay. I mean, probably breaking and entering, too, right? I mean, he wasn't... Well, that's... I mean, burglary. But they... They caught him on surveillance footage. Yeah, and I think at first they didn't know who it was because he was right. he's wearing a hat. Well, he had a cowboy hat yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing now. you got to wear a cowboy hat. Um, at any rate, he was a former employee. He was disgruntled. Um, God, that's... Dude, I wonder if they... I'm sure they have insurance, but I don't... 
Yeah. But I don't know how much that covers. And, and, and also, like, can you appropriately value that wine if it hasn't been right. bottled yet? And um, Well, not only that, but you probably have orders to fill and... I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know how that works. I, in general, though, I kind of... Uh, res- oh, you love this. Well, respect is the wrong word, but like... <laughs> Uh-oh. I, I like it when a disgruntled Hot employee hits him where it hurts. You, you know? like the commitment? Well, it's like, you know what? This person really felt wronged, and how do you how do you dish it right back to the person that wronged you? I'm going to spill all your wine. Dude, like, that's I mean, awful. It's te- Not it's, commiserate. It's terrible, but it's like, at least it was... You know, I mean, I, I think he got his point across. You know, it's better than just like. I guess. I, I got I got a modicum of respect. For I that. drove by a place yesterday. I don't know what it was. There's a place that we drive by on our way to work down in Northwest Portland, where on the side of the building, someone wrote in big spray paint, "This business ripped off my friend." <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, I looked at it, and went, "Boy, that's really, like, that's a." Essie thing to do. But at the same time, isn't that better than just the random vandal who puts a random tag on a random business? At least this person's like, you screwed me over. I'm going to let the world know. No, just his friend. Well, yeah, sure. But, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I get it, but come on, man. Did they really, or are you just being, you know, like, I want to know the story now. Because that can do a lot of damage, right? Like, I'm driving by, I'm like, ooh, that business sucks. Well, I wouldn't think that about the business just because somebody spray painted <laughs> no, that. You think the person who did that sucks? Yeah, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> did they really screw you over, or are you an ass? That's in the news for February 23rd. Well, now I want to know what happened between them. 2024. I know. Maybe I'll go in there and and get their side of the story. I, I want to know what happened to the guy that spilled all the wine. Oh, well, he's in jail. Well, no, I know. I mean, what they did to him that made him so upset. Oh, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't say. Probably, Probably fired him for fired boozing him. on the job. Um, in the news, February 23rd, 2024. Coming up next, the Hot Five at Five. Uh, the NCAA just won't go away. The SEC is spearheading an effort that makes a ton of sense. And um, your Blazers are back in action. All of that next on The Fan. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 